It's Palm Sunday here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is April 14th, 2019. Today's readings come from Luke, chapter 19, verses 28 through 40, Isaiah, chapter 50, verses 4 through 7, and Philippians, chapter 2, verses 6 through 11. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. As he drew near to Bethany and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. He said, Go into the village opposite you, and as you enter it will find a colt tethered on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone should ask you, Why are you untying it? You will answer, The master has need of it. So those who had been sent went off and found everything just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying this colt? They answered, The master has need of it. So they brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks over the colt, and help Jesus to mount. As he rode along, the people were spreading their cloaks on the road, and now as he was approaching the slope of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to praise God aloud with joy for all the mighty deeds they had seen. They proclaimed, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He said to them in reply, I tell you, if they keep silent, the stones will cry out. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the following passage, the prophet Isaiah portrays God's suffering servant. In spite of his difficulties, the servant continues to hope in God's love. Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, the servant of the Lord said, The Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher, that I may know how to sustain the weary with a word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear to listen as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backward. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, And I know that I shall not be put to shame. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The following passage from from Paul's letter to the Philippians is taken from a hymn that the early church sang in praise of Christ the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Christ Jesus... Though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God 
as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. According to Luke, when the hour arrived, Jesus took his place at table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have greatly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. I tell you, I will not eat again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then taking a cup, he offered a blessing in thanks. Take this and divide it among you. I tell you from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the coming of the reign of God. Then taking bread and giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to them. This is my body to be given for you. Do this as a remembrance of me. He did the same with the cup after eating. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which will be shed for you. And yet the hand of my betrayer is with me at this table. The Son of Man is following out his appointed course. But woe to that one by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to dispute among themselves as to which of them would do such a deed. A dispute arose among them about who would be regarded as the greatest. Earthly kings lorded over their people. Those who exercise authority over them are called their benefactors. Yet it cannot be that way with you. Let the greater among you be as the junior, the leader as the servant. Who, in fact, is the greater? The one who reclines at table or the one who serves the meal? Is it not the one who reclines at table? Yet I am in your midst as the one who serves you. You are the ones who have stood loyally by me in my temptation. 
I, for my part, assign to you the dominion my Father has assigned to me. In my kingdom, you will eat and drink at my table, and you will sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, remember that Satan has asked for you to sift you all like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may never fail. You, in turn, must strengthen your brothers and sisters. I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow today until you have three times denied that you know me. When I sent you on mission without purse or traveling bag or sandals, were you in need of anything? Now, however, the one who has a purse must carry it. The same with the traveling bag. And the one without a sword must sell their coat and buy one. It is written in scripture, he was counted among the wicked. And this, I tell you, must come to be fulfilled in me. All that has to do with me approaches its climax. Enough. Then he went out and made his way, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives. His disciples accompanied him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not be put to the test. He withdrew from them about a stone's throw, then went down on his knees and prayed, Abba, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel appeared to him from heaven to strengthen him. In his anguish he prayed with all the greater intensity and his sweat became like drops of blood falling to the ground. Then he rose from prayer and came to his disciples, only to find them asleep, exhausted with grief. Why are you sleeping? Wake up and pray that you may not be subjected to the trial. While he was still speaking, a crowd came, led by a man named Judas, one of the twelve. He approached Jesus to embrace him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? When the companions of Jesus saw what was going to happen, they said, One of them went so far as to strike the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. Jesus said in answer to their question, Enough! Then he touched the ear and healed the man. But to those who had come out against him, the chief priests... The chiefs of the temple guard and the ancients, Jesus said, Am I a criminal that you come out after me armed with swords and clubs? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you never raised a hand against me. But this is your hour, the triumph of darkness. They led him away under arrest and brought him to the house of the high priest while Peter followed at a distance. Later, they lighted a fire in the middle of the courtyard and were sitting beside it, and Peter sat among them. 
A servant girl saw him sitting in the light of the fire. She gazed at him intently, then said, He denied the fact, saying, A little while later, someone else saw him and said, About an hour after that, another spoke more insistently. At that very moment, he was saying this, a rooster crowed. The Lord turned around and looked at Peter, and Peter remembered the word that the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. He went out and wept bitterly. Meanwhile, the men guarding Jesus amused themselves at his expense. They blindfolded him first, slapped him, and then taunted him. Play the prophet. Which one struck you? And they directed many other insulting words at him. At daybreak, the council, which was made up of the elders of the people, the chief priests, and the scribes, assembled again. Once they had brought him before their council, they said, Tell us, are you the Messiah? If I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I question you, you will not answer. This much only will I say. From now on, the Son of Man will have his seat at the right hand of the power of God. So you are the Son of God, they asked in chorus. It is you who say I am. They said, What need have we of witnesses? We have heard it from his own mouth. Then the entire assembly rose up and led him before Pilate. They started his prosecution by saying, We found this man subverting our nation, opposing the payment of taxes to Caesar, and calling himself the Messiah, a king. Are you the king of the Jews? That is your turn. Pilate reported to the chief priests and the crowds, I do not find a case against this man. But they insisted. He stirs up the people by his teaching throughout the whole of Judea, from Galilee, where he began, to this very place. On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who also happened to be in Jerusalem at that time. Herod was extremely pleased to see Jesus. From the reports about him, he had wanted for a long time to see him, and he was hoping to see him work some miracle. He questioned Jesus at considerable length, but Jesus made no answer. The chief priests and scribes were at hand to accuse him vehemently. Herod and his guards then treated him with contempt and insult, after which they put on a magnificent robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate, who had previously been against each other, became friends that day. Pilate then called together the chief priests, the ruling class, and the people and said to them, You have brought this man before me as one who subverts the people. I have examined him in your presence and have no charge against him arising from your allegations. Neither has Herod, who therefore has sent him back to us. Obviously, this man has done nothing to deserve death. 
Therefore I mean to release him once I have taught him a lesson. The whole crowd called out, Away with this man, release Barabbas to us. This Barabbas had been thrown in prison for causing an uprising in the city and for murder. Pilate addressed them again, for he wanted Jesus to be the one to be released. But they shouted back, Crucify him! Crucify him! He said to him for the third time, What wrong is this man guilty of? I have not discovered anything about him deserving the death penalty. I will therefore chastise him and release him. But they demanded with loud cries that he be crucified, and their shouts increased in violence. Pilate then decreed that what they demanded should be done. He released the one they had asked for, who had been thrown in prison for insurrection and murder, and delivered Jesus up to their wishes. As they led him away, they laid hold of one Simon the Cyrenian, who was coming in from the fields. They put a crossbeam on Simon's shoulder for him to carry along behind Jesus. A great crowd of people followed him, including women who had beat their breasts and lamented over him. Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. The days are coming when they will say, Happy are the sterile, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin saying to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. If they do these things in the greenwood, what will happen in the dry? Two others who were criminals were led along with him to be crucified. When they came to the skull place, as it was called, they crucified him there and the criminals as well, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. They divided his garments, rolling dice for them. The people stood there watching, and the leaders kept jeering at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, the Chosen One. The soldiers also made fun of him coming forward to offer him their sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was an inscription over his head, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging in crucifixion blasphemed him, Aren't you the Messiah? Then save yourself and save us. But the other one rebuked him, Have you no fear of God? Seeing you are under the same sentence, we deserve it after all. We are only paying the price for what we have done, but this man has done nothing wrong. He then said, Jesus, remember me when you enter upon your reign. I assure you, this day you will be with me in paradise. It was now around midday. And darkness came over the whole land until mid-afternoon with an eclipse of the sun. The curtain in the sanctuary was torn in two. Jesus uttered a loud cry and said, Father, 
Into your hands I commend my spirit. After he said this, he expired. seeing what had happened, gave glory to God by saying, After the crowd assembled for this spectacle, witness what had happened. They returned beating their breasts. All his friends and the women who had accompanied him from Galilee were standing at a distance, watching everything. There was a man named Joseph, an upright and holy member of the Sanhedrin, who had not been associated with their plan or their action. He was from Arimathea, a Jewish town, and he looked expectantly for the reign of God. This man approached Pilate with a request for Jesus' body. He took it down, wrapped it in fine linen, and laid it in a tomb, hewn out of the rock, in which no one had yet been buried. That was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed along behind. They saw the tomb and how his body was buried. Then they went back home to prepare spices and perfumes. They observed the Sabbath as a day of rest in accordance with the law. for proclaiming that gospel with, with such faith, with such meaning. The story comes alive for us when you and I recognize that Jesus is still suffering in our world. It's come to my attention in the past few months how much suffering goes on with those who are battling cancer and with their caregivers. We won't be able to have our monthly 
support group prayer meeting today because the passion makes the mass go longer. But I have a meditation that I found in in this book, the Book of Joy. This contains the wisdom of the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. It's a powerful book, this Book of Joy. I encourage you to pick one up and, and to read it and reflect on it. Let me share this meditation. And this is going to be kind of weird, but most of you are used to me doing weird stuff. Begin by settling your mind with several long breaths through your nose. Think of someone who is suffering. You can choose a loved one, a friend, even a whole group of people, such as refugees. Reflect on the fact that, just like you, they wish to overcome suffering and to be joyful. Try to feel a sense of concern for the well-being of the person or group you are focusing on. Feel deep within your heart the desire for them to be free of suffering. As you inhale, imagine the pain being drawn from their body and dissolving when it encounters the warmth of your bright light, your compassionate heart. You can see their pain as dark clouds that are dissolving as they encounter the bright light of your heart. If the idea of taking in other suffering is concerning or unsettling for you, you can imagine their suffering dissolving into a bright orb of light in front of you that is radiating out from your compassionate heart. As you exhale, imagine that you are sending the person rays of light filled with your love and compassion, your courage and your confidence, your strength and your joy.
if you have done this practice for an individual or a loved one. You can extend the practice to others who are suffering all around the world. If you are taking the suffering of someone who is being harmed by others, you can take the cruelty and hatred that is causing the harm and give your love and kindness. If you feel able, you can practice taking on the suffering of all beings and giving them your compassion and your joy. Stay quiet with your love and joy and let that radiate from your heart. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.